You're listening to the Holy Hot Mess Mom podcast. I'm Heather, and I like to treat this podcast like we're just old friends sitting around in our jam jams with no makeup, a messy bun, and probably some sort of bodily fluid on our shirt from a child. In this show, we chat about homemaking, simplifying mommyhood, Jesus, and everything in between. This is a place where we embrace that life can sometimes be a crazy, beautiful, hilarious mess. I want to give you the encouragement, support, and some practical tips to help you thrive, even when some days you might feel like you're riding the Holy Hot Mess Express. So grab a cup of coffee or wine if it's been one of those days. Relax and let's chat. Hey girl, welcome back. Uh, This episode in our Faithy Friday, episode number 23, we are talking about praying with and for your husband or your boyfriend or whatever. Should be living with your boyfriend. So hopefully it's for your husband. But either way, it is a really good reminder that we need to always be praying for them. I've written a blog post before about how we tend to put God in a box and we put people on a pedestal. And in reference to our husbands, what I mean is we expect our husbands to be everything and do everything and know everything and be totally faithful and trusting and honest And we don't expect God to answer our prayers or know us completely or know everything that we want or know us at all, but we expect that of a human. And that's a realization I had to come to is that I married a sinful man just as much as I am a very sinful woman. I need to work on not idolizing him for this person I think he should be because then that's putting him in the place of God. What I need to do is recognize where he is, pray for him, and pray that God allows me to sacrifice myself and to just love this man wholly as I was put on this earth to do. Now, one thing that we have recently started doing within the past year is actually praying with each other. We have always before bed with the kids, you know, now I lay me down to sleep, blah, blah, blah. But we let the kids go around and pray for whatever they'd like to pray for. And it's really cute. Sometimes it's just adorable or sometimes it's just, I want to pray for you and you and you and you and you, you know, whatever. It's really cute. But we never as a couple prayed with each other. And I, I it must have been the, the Catholic upbringing of mine that the Catholic Church is not all about spontaneous prayer, which formal prayer is great. I always explain to people that formal formal prayer is like the standard, how do you do's and how was the weather today? Like it's the icebreakers when you don't really know what else to say. But when you can open your heart up and talk to God like a friend, that's when relationships deepen. When I'm talking about praying with your husband, it's basically about being vulnerable enough to say the things you say to God in front of your husband. And what I'm first going to talk about is how to pray for your husband. So when you're praying for him and you're talking to God, first you need to pray to God that you are able to self-sacrificially love him as much as God loves you. It's never going to be enough because God's love is just so unconditional, but we can try. You need to thank God for this man and his strengths But you also need to pray for his weaknesses, the areas he may be struggling in, pray for the things you both may need help with, and pray that you love him unconditionally despite those weaknesses. It's really easy for all of us to point out what is wrong with somebody else or what we may think is wrong with somebody else. But you have to remember that you two, when you got married, became a unit. And that unit has checks and balances. And if you are loving each other, 
then you will naturally be up when he's down or he will naturally come around and have the patience when you are lacking patience. But that still doesn't mean that you don't need to pray and thank God for his strengths and his weaknesses that make him the unique person that he is that was made specifically to be your companion in life. Praying for your husband out loud during the day. During the day, my husband will come home from work and he may say, I'm not feeling fulfilled at work, or there was this issue, or I think the car is making a funny sound or something. Instead of just leaving that to the devices of, oh, well, I hope your day at work is is better tomorrow, or let's hope the sound doesn't go away. Giving those things to God, and I'll sometimes say, have you talked to God about that? And he'll say, oh, no. You know what? No, I haven't. I'll ask God to maybe help him find clarity, but I'll pray out loud for him so that he knows that it's something I care about him so much that I want to talk to God about. Now, when it comes to praying with your husband, I came up with the five R's. So what we're going to do first is we're going to look over how to recognize. The first R is recognize. You're going to recognize the presence of each other and the presence of God. So this might be snuggling on the couch or hugging each other or holding hands. Sometimes we just lay in bed and hold hands when we're about to pray. And then at some point we begin to reconcile. So we start these forgive me turns and in the name of the father and the son and the Holy spirit. And I say, God, forgive me today for just being really impatient with the kids. Forgive me for giving an attitude to Brandon when he said X, Y, and Z. Forgive me for not having the patience to handle the things I was supposed to handle because I was putting my desires first, whatever. But then when I pause, he'll take cue and he'll start saying, God, forgive me for the way I spoke to my kids today or whatever. And you go through and to hear that vulnerability from each other and what is really weighing on each other's hearts is a beautiful way to bond. So then you're going to take those forgive me's. And when he stops his forgive me's or you, whoever was last, you're going to start to rejoice. Third R, you're going to say, thank you. God, thank you for my husband, thank you for this amazing job that he has that cares for our family so well. Thank you for this house over our head, even if it needs minor repairs. Thank you, God, for giving us a home and something to take care of us in. Thank you for these beautiful children that as much as they may test my patience, they are truly wonderful, wonderful, amazing gifts. And we feel complete as a family with them. And then he's going to say thank you. Thank you for this beautiful wife. Thank you for the fact that she stays home, you know, whatever it is. And to hear the vulnerability of how much you really love and appreciate each other that sometimes we don't say out loud is beautiful, beautiful for strengthening the union with your husband. And when you acknowledge that God is in the presence with you, that he is there and this trio of you, then it just makes it all that much more complete and amazing. Okay, number four is that you're going to request things. So this is going to be the... God help us too. For us, we're on this super big, want to pay off like $68,000 of debt in 13 months (laughs) and we're going to do it and I'm determined, but that means every night, God, please help us to continue to make good financial decisions to be able to live the debt-free life that we really want to so that we can save the money we want to save and we can give the money we want to give. Please help us to 
not be so angry with the kids. And you go back and forth with the us statements, help us to do X, Y, and Z, help us to love each other unconditionally, help us to build our physical relationship better, whatever it may be. And you request those things. And when you say them out loud, it allows your spouse to realize the desires of your heart too. So if you say something like, God, please help us to make good financial decisions, he might step back and think, oh, this is something she struggles with. You know, it's easy for me to not spend any money because I never spend any money, but this is something she struggles with because she is the spender in the family by necessity. She buys all the things we need. You know, something like God help us to strengthen our physical relationship might allow your husband to think, wow, she thinks we need to have a better physical relationship, which I guess I do too. And so then you think, oh, well, we both want that, but maybe she just doesn't know where the time is, or she doesn't feel good about herself, but it's, it allows those conversations to be opened up because you're opening your heart to your spouse and to God at the same time. So then finally I say, read the last R is read. And you can do this by a, a devotional you can straight read through the Bible together. I know one thing I want to do once I finish the Bible, because I'm, I think I'm like 45% done because I'm a nerd and I have a calculator that's telling me exactly how far. <laughs> but anyways, when you, when I finish reading the Bible, I would like for us to read through together the epistles in the Bible. So the letters and that will just be one night I read for 15 minutes while he does whatever he wants. And the other night I he reads for 15 minutes or whatever until we've read through all of the epistles together, maybe even a few times. And you can always just open a Bible or open a Bible app and do that. Or you can find a really good devotional. And one that we are liking so far, we're only about six days in, but it's called Forever. And it's written by Bobby and someone angel, right? Francis? I don't, I don't know what her name is. Anyways, they're a great couple and they work for Ascension Press or present, Ascension Presents and they wrote this devotional that is all based off John Paul II's Theology of the Body. And it brings scripture and the catechism and just God into the center of your marriage, making it a union of you three instead of just you two against the world. So that it's you, God, and your husband against the world, which then anything is possible. If you're thinking of it as you and your husband against the world, the world is a big thing to conquer. When you're praying with your husband, hold hands, recognize the presence of each other and the presence of God, reconcile yourselves to each other and to God, rejoice and thank God for each other and the wonderful things that we sometimes don't acknowledge during the day, then request the help you need from your spouse, from everybody around you to deal with the things you're trying to deal with. And finally, read together. Read some sort of scripture, whether it's a devotional or the Bible. In just a few days, it will become something that when you forget to do it, that you lack it and and that it leaves a little void in your heart because it is such, such a marriage strengthening thing. So I hope you can take this and tell your husband, if this is not something maybe you think he'd be open to, maybe he's not Christian, maybe he doesn't believe, maybe he has a hard time with God and the things God has done with his life, just start praying out loud. Sit there on the couch with him one day and hold his hand and just start saying, God, please forgive me for treating my husband poorly today. Go right into, God, thank you so much for this amazing man that you've given me because I don't understand how sometimes I deserved this. 
and then immediately go into, God, please help me to be the best wife I can to be. Help me to show who you are through the deeds and the acts and sacrifices I give to my husband. And then show him that reading the Bible is important by just sitting next to him and reading it. You don't need to read it out loud, but just showing by example is going to spread Jesus to him. I'd like to say through osmosis, but no, it's not osmosis. You know what I mean? So anyways, those are some ways. If, if you need some help or some guidance with tackling some of this, if your husband is maybe not of the same belief system as you, or if you are the spiritual leader in your family and you feel like you want to step up your game, then always just reach out to me. I'd love to give you advice on how to kind of start opening those doors to be able to sit down and pray with your husband because it's a beautiful, beautiful thing in your marriage and in your relationship with God. This episode is over, but there's lots more content for you to check out on my website. Head over to holyhotmessmom.com for all sorts of downloads, posts, and ridiculous stories, as well as the show notes for today's episode. Don't forget to find me on Instagram and Facebook at Holy Hot Mess Mom, as well as in our exclusive Mama Facebook group by searching Holy Hot Mess Mamas. That's Holy Hot Mess, M-A-M-A-S, so we can connect, share, encourage, uplift, laugh, and be virtual best friends. Do you have a topic or something you want to hear about on the show? Shoot me an email at podcast at holyhotmessmom.com. I'd love to hear your suggestions. If you like this episode, would you do me a huge favor and head over to your podcast app and give us a rating and review so that more ladies can find our podcast. The more great reviews we have, the wider we reach with our support, tips, laughs, and encouragement. I would really appreciate it. Until next time.